The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Quirky Dog Podcast, inspired by some of the quirkiest dogs you can ever imagine and the owners who love them. This podcast is brought to you by the quirky couple themselves, Scott and Jess Williams. Their aim is to educate and entertain. Here's Scott and Jess. Welcome, guys. We have special guests with us today, Brittany St. Ahmad and her awesome German Shepherd, Havoc. So we are excited to have him here today in the podcast. He's never been on a podcast before, and he's having a great time. But first, we're going to start with the quirky tip of the day. Oh, was that my cue? No, your cue is oh. next episode. Scott okay. loves to take that uh, pig cue. If you do not already, hold on, I got you treats even. If you do not already follow him on Instagram, his handle is Havoc, H-A-V-O-K underscore the great. So that is our quirky tip of the day. And he loves donuts, you guys. I don't Whoa, know how this back, is going to go, <laughs> but he loves donuts. So I brought donuts and I told Scott he couldn't even have one until we got started. So welcome, <laughs> Britt and Havoc. I'm going to let you guys be in charge of the donuts, and Havoc may not be on the chair the whole time because he's a little big, and these chairs are swivel chairs, but we're excited to have him. Yeah, (laughs) he's excited about those donuts. So, Do do you give him one with sugar, or do you want to give him a plain one, or what are you thinking? He can have whatever he wants. doesn't matter. Well, I'm sure he'll take the whole box. (laughs) Yes, he will. (laughs) All of a sudden, we've turned into a donut eating contest on our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Britton, you can give him him this uh, dole it out here. This is how we got him going. We're very glad that he's social and he doesn't think he's here doing bite work. So (laughs) Havoc is here because he is like an Instagram phenom. I mean, Britt's a nice person and everything, but how many followers does he have? I want to say it's about 47,000 now. Yeah, he has a lot. Okay, buddy, come here. You got to come over here. He's like, I love this podcast. This is great. (laughs) So was this a thing when you got him? Like, did you want to have an Instagram following and make an Instagram account for your dog? How did this start? It was kind of random, to be honest. I, um... My whole Instagram page ended up being him. So somebody joked and said, why don't you just make him his own Instagram page? <laughs> that made you feel bad. <laughs> so Yeah, pretty much. So I said, all right, why not? Give it a try. Um, and then it blew up. Yeah, you can it's see, crazy. People yeah. really like Havoc. So. I mean, you always have said he's such an attractive dog. He's a good looking dog, yeah. Yeah, Scott's pretty uh, critical when it I comes mean, to a shepherd. for a German shepherd. No. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what is his um, lineage? Um, he is... Let's see, West German and some Czech dogs in there too. So he thinks this is pretty crazy. Yeah, he can go on the bed at any time. I, we're keeping he wants him to from go swiveling. On the I know. I see that. I see that. <laughs> Would you like boy. to get down? Good. Perfect. Right, good. good. Go on the bed. So, what do you do with your time um, rather than just be Havoc's mom and Instagram bitch or whatever you want to call whatever you do for him? <laughs> that's his a good question. <laughs> well, that's an I'm not totally title. sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I have four German Shepherds. So he's not the only special one, huh? He's not. He is number one. Everybody knows that. Yeah. He was my first shepherd. Um, but I have three females. Uh-huh. I have two females that are younger. One's three and one's two, and we do IPO, IGP, Come here, buddy. whatever we call it these days. You're a good boy. Yeah, yeah I know. Changing. It's got a lot of names. It used to just be Shitson. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not anymore. And then I just adopted last May a 12-year-old female. Oh, nice. An yeah. older dog? Yeah. That was nice of you. So... Good. And then you're working at, what, a vet's office? Yep. I work at Mitchell Animal Hospital. Yeah. So if you ever need any hookups in New England, uh, Britt knows what to do. If you're going to have a dog like this, a working dog, you should actually work it. She's idled the dog and put a lot of time working with him. Yeah. So what do you do with him specifically? Well, I always did IGP with him, or Schutzen at the time. IPO, um, IGP, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, that's originally why I got him. And that's tracking and obedience yep. and bite work. And oh, yeah. So he's, 
a difficult dog, we'll say. <laughs> I've learned a lot with him. You mean when you were training for the sport, yeah. you had some issues? Yeah. What was the most challenging well, stuff? Was it the bite work or the tracking or obedience. everything? Yeah. He likes to just do what he wants to do. So <laughs> we had a lot of trouble with that. He enjoys it, but a little too much. So we usually lose our points because um, he can't be quiet. Yeah. So he and he wants to, to he just wants to get to the time. biting part. Yeah. Because that's the most fun part. He's exactly. not stupid. Nope. So, so Britt is like an awesome dog owner. And Scott mentioned if you're going to own a dog like this, you better work them and do something like sports with them. Yeah. But you dedicate like your whole life to your dogs. It's crazy. Oh, I mean, yeah. let's get a little rundown here of what you do I'm on a daily you basis. you don't have a relationship, right? <laughs> no. I don't have time for that. I have dogs. <laughs> and uh, some people would argue she does have a relationship with Havoc. He is the love of your yeah. life. Yeah. Nobody yeah. could replace him. <laughs> well, I get up very early. I get up like 530 in the morning. So I have to be at work for eight. I load all the dogs up in the car, drive down to the field, and each dog gets their own chuck it fetch time mm-hmm. for like 15 minutes or so before work. Yeah. But then I go to work for 10 hours. So then when I get home, they're ready to go again. Yeah. So <laughs> I did just get a fire pod dog treadmill, which oh, is nice. like the best purchase we could have ever made. Yeah. And he's like a psycho on that. He is that motorized or what, how no, does that work? No, it's like a, they make it go the on slap their mill. own. Yep. Yeah. So you can't say R-U-N or he'll go insane. <laughs> But that's what he would do if you let him for hours. Yeah, that's and that cool. just lets him burn off energy and yeah. everything else. And the girls. So. Yeah, <laughs> the girls too. The girls Havoc. exist also. Yes. But Havoc is the real star. So what They're is great. your um, Instagram secret here? I mean, are you, I mean, obviously you and Havoc together are attractive on Instagram and everybody likes a cute young blonde on Instagram too. <laughs> but a lot of it is just the draw of him. So yeah. what is your strategy with all of that? And um where are you saying we got to buy a grown? German Shepherd now? What the hell are you saying? <laughs> well, I you think, get famous. <laughs> I think we'll start with a German Shepherd rather than a young, attractive blonde. <laughs> um, well, I mean, so the first thing that happened is I posted a picture. I forget what it was, but I everyone always said the hashtags were important. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, hashtag German Shepherd, right? <laughs> and a police dog page shared a picture of him, and it got like 16,000 likes. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I see how you do this. So they actually are the ones who told me if you do the right hashtags, you know, you get the most likes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get the views, yeah. Right. So that's kind of what I did. And then I also found that the key is not to only hashtag about the dog, but hashtag blonde girl. No. Hashtag girls in Blonde dogs. girl in swimsuit. And all of a sudden, all these followers went out of nowhere. You know, you look for the hashtag nature and then you see a picture of him and you're like, nature and dogs. So. Yeah. And he is That's striking. All. He really is he striking. Is. Mm-hmm. I think this lighting, this lighting doesn't even do him a justice. You really have to see him on Instagram oh, if yeah. you don't already follow him. Um, and then as far as like the whole process, I mean, like people now you like sponsor them or like they give you products because you're such an influencer. Like how does that scene work? Well, I feel like a lot of people kind of use our fame to get business, but well, we are having you on the totally podcast okay. genuinely. <laughs> it's totally okay because it's so much fun. Yeah. Like the collar he's wearing, the Tactipup company sent us, you know, just to model it for him. So I mean, obviously, free collar to me is like equal yeah. to money because yeah. <laughs> we collect. So <laughs> that was great. And then I mean, it's gone the other way too, where like big pages will, you know, say go follow Havoc and we get a bunch yeah, yeah, from yeah. them too. So it's kind of But that's kind of part of Instagram, which some people don't it, yeah. realize that like it becomes if you have the followers and 
people are yeah. watching you. Like now you are inadvertently becoming an influencer, which really right. sounds like it wasn't your intent. It just kind nope, of came but to it be. definitely happened. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, I mean, he's really big as far as dogs go. I mean, I know ego is pretty big. Sydney Ryan's. And um, he has four dog. legs. I mean, most of them are. <laughs> true. It's very true. I think <laughs> people like that he's not just for looks. He's actually a working dog too. Like yeah. a, lot, a lot of the big pages you see that the dogs are pretty. Just cutesy. But they're just, you know. Dogs. On the couch, not that he's not on the couch all the time now, <laughs> yeah. but he has like, you know, a background behind him and I have him for a reason and that kind yeah. of thing. So I think people really like that. Um, and how just, old is he now? He's six. Can I have a Havoc friendly donut? Yeah. He's getting antsy over he's there. Been, he's been he very well behaved on the podcast. Yeah. We thought cheese was exciting until we had donuts. Now he's really excited about the donuts. Yeah, no donuts. Ed, you want a donut over there? <laughs> We, we, we would share with you guys out there. But I'll get one gonna, on break. I'm just going to throw it in it's your direction. It's going to have to be in our Havoc care package. So what is your favorite thing about Havoc? I know all about heart dogs and that dogs are super important. Yeah. What would be your A number one um, quality that you love about him? Well, so I've wanted a German Shepherd since I was like probably like five. Mm -hmm. My parents were not into it. My mom hated German Shepherds, totally afraid of them. My dad had one growing up, but it took me until I finally graduated college to finally get my dog. But I, I told the breeder exactly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, she gave me, she like made him in a laboratory for, That's for me. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. He's yeah. exactly what I wanted. He's challenging, but I feel like I've learned a lot because he's so challenging. Yeah. But I mean, I don't stay mad at him long for sure. <laughs> He's definitely like a huge sweetheart. And this is one of my favorite parts about him. It's nice. He's very stable. He's, just, he's very he's social. Yeah. yeah. You know, he has his quirks for sure. We'll work for donuts. As long we'll as the burglars donuts. don't bring any donuts, you're good to go. <laughs> Pretty much. That would really worry me. But yeah, he, I mean, have I just done, like that I can do this with him. Have you done any kind of detection work aside from your tracking that you were originally doing for the sport? Because that'd well, be something fun to do. That would be fun. However... I did, um, my two girls do happy ratters where they, oh, yeah. they basically like, like barn hunt stuff. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, and I tried it with him. However, um, his prey drive kind of took over and he really <laughs> wanted to kill the rats. So we could do detection works, not with any live animals. Yeah. Right? You could, yeah. Have them, you could you know, drugs. Yeah. Looking yeah. for drugs and then feed them donuts. Yeah. I'd love to do stuff like that. <laughs> He's got a great nose. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like he'd be good at that. He gets overstimulated with the, with the little uh, animals. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that's, didn't work out. That's drive. And really, rightfully so, your parents made a good decision. I mean, if you got a great dog when you were five, it never would have worked out no. as well. I mean, you're an adult. And I wouldn't have been able to have this dog if I was No, that's for sure. <laughs> Hopefully, you, it wouldn't have gotten into your hands at five years your old. Parents, yeah, no. They wouldn't have been able to discipline you because right. the dog would have protected you. Exactly. So that would have been a little rough. But <laughs> Do you have siblings or are you an only? I have a brother. Okay. Yep. He's 30. He's older. But he doesn't have any awesome dogs like you. He's a Pomeranian. Oh. We have one of them, no. too. Huh. <laughs> we could have brought her. That could have a spray drive. We could have taken care of that issue no. for sure. Put her in a box. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very good boy. You're very sweet. So um, what is a good like rule of thumb as far as like owning responsibility when you own a dog as powerful and as intelligent and as active and everything as right. him? Like what would you say like? Well, just categorize him as a working dog. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. just not your companion animal. Yeah. Right. He's definitely my pet, you know, obviously, but I think a huge part of it is knowing what I have. He's dog reactive. He just, he'll bark at dogs when I walk by. So I try not to set him up to fail. Yeah. There's going to be a place with a ton of dogs. Is he okay dogs. loose with dogs? It depends. He can get a little bit To be strong. honest, I think he only likes German Shepherds, <laughs> which is kind of odd, but I know that. He's so an just, elitist. Yeah, exactly. He loves my other dogs. He plays with puppies, little mm. dogs, but I have to... Depends on the other dog's energy and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like that's important when you own a dog like this. You have yeah. to know. And he's intact, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what is your reasoning uh, for keeping him intact besides just competing? Just... 
Have you bred Ethically him? Ethically Not yet. That was the plan. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, hey, donut lady. <laughs> has, do you have a, an agreement with the breeder about him? Is there any co-ownership or anything like that? Um, nope. He's fully mine. Um, so I intend to breed him to each of my females, but I am working on titling them first. Mm-hmm. So we got the health health clearance. Well, your house is going to be a nightmare then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> it's a nightmare every six months, realistically, when they come no into the yeah, It's almost better once they get bred. No, right. but I mean, there's there are there health benefits and behavioral benefits of keeping them intact otherwise? Um, this is tough because I work for a vet. I know. I'm kind of <laughs> leading you here because I want you to go there. <laughs> what Sarah's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always believed that, it, you know, you don't... Like, he definitely matured better. Yes. Because he's been intact. Yeah. And you can see that just based off of him compared to his siblings that were spayed or neutered Yeah, they get a little weedy almost. Yeah. It's really nice, or it's not nice, but it's interesting when you see siblings, when you've seen one that's been spayed or neutered early, and they're all lanky and weird looking. Right. And then the the one that isn't looks normal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not a really thick or huge dog by any means, but I, I can't imagine what he'd look like if I had neutered him before, which is not really the whole part of it, but I mean... There are risks to keeping them intact, of course, but typically the risks are later in you life. Would just yeah, and you would neuter them. Yeah, then so yeah. I mean the the benefit of those hormones, especially in a dog like him, are sometimes a little bit greater than people realize. And um, it's definitely you want to do responsible spaying and neutering. And Brit isn't just your average pet dog owner that's letting her dog wander around the neighborhood and yeah. <laughs> fertilize all these females. But it really is something to consider because he is just he's really well built and he has really nice bone structure and everything else. And if you do a little research online and you see some of these purebred dogs that get fixed early versus a dog like him who's really been able to grow and be really well-rounded, I'd say, physically. It's just, it's not just it's physical. Factor. I mean, yeah, now they're finding he's a lot of, lot of sure, temperament. Too. I was going to say that. Yeah. A lot more aggression with dogs that have been neutered early, too. Yeah, I've like heard that all, a lot. They're all weird. Yeah, I mean, this is my first shepherd, so I've never owned a you know, spayed or neutered shepherd. So I guess I can't really say for yeah. sure. I know. Um, I kind of mainly did it obviously because I wanted to breed him and everybody in the sport was saying, you know, keep him intact. Yeah. Um, so I don't well, know. Well, he has what... to be intact to compete, right? I don't or no? know. I don't think I think so. in ring they do, right? Uh, you, I don't know that you can have a, maybe it would fall under that blue yeah, dog sure. category oh, okay. where you like get it'd one be in dog. Another category. Yeah. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. Even AKC now is accepting spayed and neutered dogs for show. They did this new law or a new thing, I thought, so they could get everyone involved. Oh, like with confirmation? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it changes. No, no. The rules well, are always changing, yeah. but you, you do want to weigh out the pros and cons. And if you get a dog from a breeder that's well-bred, um, the benefits of letting those hormones go through their body are vast. I mean, mm-hmm. mental, physical, emotional, sometimes even intelligence-wise, it does help. So after break, we are going to talk a little bit more about Havoc and maybe dogs in general, because Britt knows a lot about dogs in general. And we're going to have a donut for you in the meantime. <laughs> You're a good boy. Come here. You, you want to go see Ed? Come on. Does your dog seem anxious? Would you like your dog to relax? Do you want to feel more in control? Would you like your dog to cooperate? HowToCalmYourCanine.com That's HowToCalmYourCanine.com like the 
pig. All he wants is the donuts. Look at him. This is good. We're building good rear end strength here. That's perfect, Happy Man. The stool is very swivelly in a little small form, but he's resting well right here on my feet. That's Waiting a chocolate one. Donuts. You can't have a chocolate one. Let me have another doughy one for him here. All right, so I just wanted to briefly touch on some stuff with Britt because, oh, this is a glazed one. Oh. I love glazed ones. I got to tell a little sidebar story here before we talk about dogs. So when I first knew Scott, he called me and he goes, um, hey, I'm going to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Do you want me to get you a donut? And I thought, oh, yeah, like that's a great idea. Like, thanks for calling. And he brought two. There were two donuts in the bag. And I thought, oh, my God, how, how smart is he? Like, I mean, of course. So I ate them both real quick. And then he walks in and he's like, hey, where's my donut? <laughs> I bought one for each of us, and I just, I didn't even Oops. think twice. I just thought, I'm a little bit like bread. I like, I like my food. A big appetite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have ate them both for sure. I'm a big eater. I know. I just you thought, wow. You protected your donut if you really wanted it. I just it. thought, wow, that was, well, he learned more about me, I think, that I day. Bet. So um, you're working in the vet's office, and then do you go around and do some of the mobile vetting, too, or you're mostly just in I the have. office? Yeah. Okay, so talk to us a little bit about... Um, People and dogs and being at the vet and how uh, maybe that looks now and maybe how they can manage them a little bit differently. We just did a video a few weeks ago on going to the vet and people were just floored with like how simple it could be and how easy you can make it look and just some precautions that maybe people can take and maybe mm -hmm. how it's even changed since you know, you first started going to a vet until now, like right. how people are and now that you're an old dogs. lady. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of, a lot of the time people worry too much when they go to the vet mm -hmm. and they, um, they assume that it's going to be a terrible time. Yeah. And it really doesn't have to be. We have a ton of dogs that like to come here, buddy. Just for their shots for some yeah. reason, but you have to make it. Yeah, exactly. and I like to get out of the house. Yeah, some thing. dogs aren't leaving, right? And we make it a good experience. Yeah. People get really uptight and nervous. You hear about, you know, the dogs biting the vet all the time, yeah. that kind of thing. So I think people kind of work their themselves up, which obviously gets their dogs worked yeah, up. Yeah, that projects onto their dogs a little right. bit. Right. So I think kind of the people are typically <laughs> the problem. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, he's a problem at the vet. With so a I dog really like this, <laughs> you can do bite work at the vet every time you go. And that would be great, be right? He'd love to go. <laughs> or we just bring donuts. But that's that's kind of what you have to do. you got to know... Mm -hmm. but, and know I, your dog. I also think one of the biggest things I wish people would do is instead of just walking into the vet with your dog on a flexi lead, come in, you know, ask which room you're going to be in, figure it out before you bring your dog. And I think yeah. it would. And kind of see what the waiting room looks like, because right. sometimes your dog would be fine, but the waiting room is literally a chaos yeah. shit show. I and would rather wait. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it's, it's good done. just to know what you're walking into. Right. You know what I mean? Or. Maybe your dog's really happy and excited and somebody's checking out because they just had to put their dog down. Like, just see what the yeah. feel of the office is before you introduce your dog into it. And like you said, not project. I think that's a really big one. Yep. I think it just, as soon as there's any kind of like anything with another dog and then now you're making a bad experience. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And now you're, you're not going to have a good vet appointment because, you know, you got into a tussle with the dog. Yeah, and it's not easy you for, upset. it's not easy for you guys or the vets either. Like we need to right. make your lives easier. We need to do some simple steps here to make things mm -hmm. easier. So it's not so stressful for all parties because right. you don't enjoy a day where 15 dogs were crazy and nope. needing to be muzzled <laughs> and everything else. Yep. Um, what about the beach? I know you're big on the beach. What's some good beach etiquette? I'm trying to impart some wisdom oh, yeah. onto our listeners here. Yeah. So I love to have my dogs off leash, but uh -huh. they were all trained off leash and I would never let them off leash until I knew that they yeah, were going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what. That is a novel idea, yeah. Britt. <laughs> I know, I know. You're the first person I've heard say that in a yeah. long time. <laughs> and I won't go to the beach unless it's a beach that you can see everything. All angles. Yeah. Because, of course. No surprises. Right. Yeah. Not to say that that won't happen. One day I thought I was the only person on the beach with him who was having a great time. 
And all of a sudden, over out of nowhere, two Shelties came flying up and they chased him across the beach. <laughs> now, he could have turned around and killed them, yeah. but instead he was a little freaked out, which just kind of yeah. ruined our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then little like five dogs. minutes later, the guy came. Hmm. So yeah. that's bad etiquette. <laughs> if you can't see your dogs. Yeah. For five minutes at a time. Right. Mm-hmm. We I do mean, the same thing. You got to see them at all times. No, it's true. And then you having four, you have four dogs all together, yep. right? So do you have them all together? Or you, you separate. You know, and we do the same thing because... For me, like Scott and I, when we have smaller dogs than you have, like if we needed to, I guess we could swoop up I one wish on I each could arm. Do that. I have done that, but it's well, a little painful. But even that, like if we're really talking about a situation here, technically he should have one border collie, I should have one border collie. You know right. what I mean? And it, even if you have great control over your dog, if another pack of dogs runs up to it or one real big pain in the butt dog, mm-hmm. a numbers game is an issue. Like you don't want to start having a real problem here on the beach and right. then you're the only one in between them. And like the guy with the Sheltie, if something did happen and he was nowhere to be found, you're having to... It would have been your fault, first of Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Because I have the German Shepherd. Yeah. So. An aggressive dog. But I mean, you also have to... Like, I will bring more than one dog if I have more than one person. Yeah. You know, so if my mom wants to come to the beach, I give her a dog too. But you're yeah. in charge of this dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ends up kind of being me anyways. But... I was going to say, your mom is... She can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> She's come a long way. We give her the older dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the easy ones. But it's... I mean, I still... Even if I think there's nobody on the beach, I still worry because because you kind of have to, which it's really sad that way too. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, you, if you're not prepared, then you're really going to have a situation. So oh yeah. You need, and even like you said, you prepare as well as you can. And then sometimes dogs fly right. up and everything else. So, right. no, so these, you don't go to the dog park is what you're saying. <laughs> I try to stay away from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's going to let the dog park thing right on a few podcasts here. He's not letting that one go quite yet. What about hiking? New England's beautiful for hiking. Not everyone in the country has a beach. We don't have just local right. listeners. Um, what are your hiking protocols? Because it's nice guys to hear from a responsible dog owner. We always sit up here and we preach left and right. You should do this. You should do that. Yeah, but it's like I mean, we're the bad guys. <laughs> now we have a third yeah. party that actually is. I'll be a bad guy too. Don't worry. Um, so for him, for hiking, he's, it depends where we're going. It depends time of day. Like today would have been a great day to go for a hike. Cause yeah, it's but you're disgusting out and it's a Monday. People aren't going to yeah. be out there. Yeah. Right. Typically. Yeah. But you know, you always went running into somebody, but my females are real. They're all really good off leash. You're so funny. My problem with him is even if he's off leash and he comes right back, if there's another off leash dog, that's tough. You don't want to have mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah. He Cause they're going to follow back. him right, right to you. And they that's don't the listen. problem. Yeah. So typically I use, I use e-collars for my dogs because mm-hmm. to me it's kind of like the equivalent of a leash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all, they've all been trained on it obviously. Um, but it depends on the mountain. I mean, we've done like Mount Major yeah, where it can be really populated and I just leave my dogs on leash so I don't have to worry about it. And also the other thing is cliffs. <laughs> I'm right. not trying to let my dogs run off a cliff. Especially so, uh, a dog like this. Yeah. Right. He sees a ball. He thought he, thought he saw a, a ball. A bird goes yeah. to fly. And, you know, it's just not worth it yeah. to me. And Small I'm also, animal. yeah. A squirrel. I'm definitely a helicopter mom. I mean, I'm a little too on them sometimes, but... I'd rather that than, yeah. you know. Well, they're alive. They have all their limbs. Right. They're active. Like- I've been hiking with people who have like two or three dogs and just let them go. And then they don't see them for a little bit. I'm like. Yeah. What's happening? I panic. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can, where are your dogs? Yeah. Oh, they'll come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they don't fall off the mountain. Yeah. So. Well, and I think there's a difference between um, like you say helicopter mom or like dog moms or whatever. And these like fur moms that we're kind of yeah. seeing right now. So what would be your kind of criteria with that? But, like, I mean. Same as you. My dogs are like the center of my universe, right. everything else. But there's a difference, I think, between like loving your dogs with everything you have and giving them boundaries versus just um, giving them everything. I right. mean, what do you, what they are you still have there? to have boundaries, especially a German Shepherd. Like, 
like him for sure. <laughs> you know, I give him a lot. He gets donuts every day. Yeah, he's upset that the donuts are, my life, are, but, are fading out here. Right. But that doesn't mean he's allowed to do whatever he wants. So yeah. I think there's a big difference between like what we would call like a fur mom where yeah. their dog can do no wrong and he doesn't have to sit when you ask him. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't to have to, to stay off people. He doesn't have to not crawl in Jess's lap. I mean. Well, the thing is, though, when you have <laughs> you a, know a, wor- a working dog with the high prey drive and all that, they're not the average dog. No. They do need to be handled Mer- differently, you know. Because yeah. like my Malinois, be if I let him loose in the woods, I mean, he might run into a tree and knock himself out. Exactly. He's kind of a retard. And do you, you use know? a crate with him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All my dogs are crated, first of all, because they're intact. Yeah. So I can't just let everyone run amok just having fun, so (laughs) obviously. And I think crates are so important as well because, I mean, I could leave his crate wide open and you'll find him sleeping in it. Yeah. It's like their own little safe space. Yeah, he has his own little. Who's here? (laughs) Is there finally a good guy to bite? He didn't know if he was coming to bite somebody or (laughs) eat cheese and donuts, but he's happy either way. Well, thanks so much, guys, for coming on. Literally, if you have not seen Havoc's page, he is uh, one of a kind. Havoc. H-A-V-O-K underscore the great. And um, Britt, we appreciate having them on. And uh, Havoc is a very good boy. Yeah, he's, he's a great. sweetheart. Yeah. Nice to meet you finally. Yeah. Don't, all, don't go out and get a German Shepherd just because Havoc's great. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start with the German Shepherd stuffy. Take care, guys, and keep it quirky. Good boy. You did good boy. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.